What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode 154 of Smack Talk, coming to you from SmackoutMoment.com. Per usual, I am your host, as always, Tony Mango. And with me on the panel are the usual suspects. We've got Miguel Leon. Woof. Steven Wago. You've done 154 of these, you fucking loser. Damn right. You've done a good portion of those. <laughs> yeah, loser. but I've not done the full amount, so I'm, like, kept away from the loser area. Sure. That'll be the defense that we use. <laughs> We also have Drew White. I don't get high. I am high. And... Shut up, Nipsey. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike Faden. Did you know that the song Who Let the Dogs Out is actually talking about, like, why are all these ugly women around? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I like that song day. better now. <laughs> and you do know that that, that song's... That that song is actually a cover too. Mm-hmm. Was the original one like Fred Sinatra or something? <laughs> no, it yeah, was, it was it just was, some Jamaican guy. Yeah, it was a Jamaican club anthem. Um, it's like a fucking reggae song like that. No, that's reggae. We're talking about like actual Jamaican club music. Oh shit. Yeah, like it's it, it's I've actually seen a somebody do like a little thing about it on a on Blip. Um, I'll just uh just look up uh, Todd in the Shadows. He did an episode about it on his series. Hmm. So for all your wrestling news about who the dogs <laughs> go to SmackDown. <laughs> well, we do have a lot of wrestling stuff to talk about for this episode. Our main event's going to be going through all the matches that are announced for Hell in a Cell and predicting what we think is going to end up happening. We've got the hot tags coming up in part two, fantasy league stuff ending us at the end of the uh, program, a break with the rest hold. And of course, in part one here, we've got the Ask Him Wrestling Trivia Question of the Week. So let's backtrack and start doing the recap of last week's, which last week was a real fuck you to you guys because I was in one of those moods. So the question to the panel was, Adam Rose's bunny isn't the only bunny that's been in WWE. What are the other bunnies? And the answer was the Playboy bunnies because, yeah, giant middle finger for that. Uh, And the question to the audience was, name the most bulls from WWE history that you can think of. Uh, Habit Man had five of them. Bull Buchanan, Bull Nakano, the British Bulldog, and the Pitbulls. And he says, damn it, this question is bullshit. <laughs> That's uh, about right. Yeah, very much so. Uh, second place was Moro Supremo, who also said, hashtag fuck Tony's questions. <laughs> and your tykes. Right. He had uh, eight of them. Bull Buchanan, British Bulldog, the Brahma Bull, which, see, the Brahma Bull, people got the that. The Brahma one. Bull does not fucking count. It's yeah, not that doesn't count. No, not no one's ever count. gone making his way to the ring. The Brahma Bull, <laughs> the rock. I'm still That's counting that. Stupid. I'm not. Uh, he also had Bull Nakano, the Pitbulls, Apache Bull Ramos, which I didn't even know that one, uh, Matilda the Bulldog, and Bulldog Buzz Sawyer. But the winner of this is Watchman King 67, or Watchman King 67. Who says, not only cool shout-out from Sokokas, <clears throat> but he also says, Bull Buchanan, British Bulldog, Matilda the Bulldog, the Pitbulls, the other Pitbulls, Bull Nakano, Apache Bull Ramos, and Bulldog Buzz Sawyer. So there's actually two that I had thought of that people didn't mention. Bull Dempsey and Johnny the Bull Stamboli. But, uh, Bull Dempsey technically hasn't noticed? made his uh, his uh, debut yet in terms of the uh, main yeah, roster. Yeah, you notice the winning answer did not say the Brahma Bull because it's a bunch of Brahma yeah. bullshit. If you're going to count that, then you might as well count, like, Bully Ray. <laughs> well, he yeah, was I, a Bully Ray in WWE. Well, you might as well count yeah, well, the fucking Bull He does match. in a fucking Tony question, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so I've got another annoying kind of question for this week. Which oh boy! Is... Okay, wait. Oh, what a fucking surprise! <laughs> <laughs> Although this is more on the the math side of things again. Uh, oh, so we're really gonna hate it. Yeah. So for you guys here, how many matches? Whoever gets closest wins if you don't get it directly on there. Uh, how many matches have Randy Orton and John Cena had together on pay-per-view and on television? Sing- 40. Singles matches. Are we, are we doing the closest without going over? 14. All right, so Miguel says 40 singles matches. And... Oh, wait, yeah, in terms of like TV and pay-per-view, I'm going to say 40. All right, and who said 14? Me. Okay. What's your guess, Drew? Uh, Payne to go next. No, no I want to go last. <laughs> uh, I want to go last. I want to go last. Shut up, Mimsy! Yeah, shut up, Mimsy. It's like, um, it's like the price is right. You gotta go closest without going over. That's a, um, damn it! I was gonna say one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go, um... I'm gonna go, uh... I'm gonna go 41. 20 matches. Yeah, uh, I win! So I was only off by 20. No, because Wego said 14. Uh, did? Yep. Yeah. Well, I said 40, and it was 20, so I was off by 20. 20 doesn't seem that many matches. I don't know why people complain about them always facing each other. Shut uh, up, Drew. Pay-per-views? That's more than a full year's worth of pay-per-views. No, it's pay-per-view yeah. and TV. Oh. So the majority of them actually are on pay-per-views, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. I had the list out earlier, but I don't have it in front of me right now. Yeah, so uh, you got to think, so think if half of them are pay-per-views and half of them are TV, that's 10 pay-per-views. That's a year's worth of pay-per-views. It, where they main evented with that matchup. So yeah, yeah it's it a lot more noticeable than most other feuds. Yeah, but you know what else? Also been on wrestling for ten years as well. So you know what else know. though? If you count the matches where they were just involved with each other, like tag team matches, handicap oh, matches, God. and stuff, that's then I would have won with forty-one. That's seventy-two. Woo! Wow, that is a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Um. So that's the question to the audience. Out of those 20 matches, who has the winning record between the two? So if you guys think you know the answer to that or you just want to take a guess, leave a comment below on YouTube, send a tweet at SmartOutMoment with the hashtag AskHim, and on the next episode we will tell you who gets it right, who gets it wrong, who thinks it's bullshit, and who says fuck Tony's questions. And your tykes. Yeah. So next part we are going to be rolling on to is part two with the hot tags of the week. So click on the next video, everybody. Stay tuned. We will see you there. Welcome back, everybody. We are on part two, which means it's time for the hot tags of the week. And there's only three I really felt like talking about. There's been some other stuff that has happened throughout the week, like Rey Mysterio's kind of done in WWE. Well, good. Uh, that's all I, you know, fuck that. Uh, but let's just knock these three out of the way before we get into the big main event of the night, because that's going to take a little while, and we don't want this to be a four-hour podcast or anything, but let's see. Number one here, Paige and Alicia Fox are going to be joining the Total Divas cast. Uh, Drew, you and I are, I think, the only two people that watch Total Divas here, and I've been struggling to watch this season, because this season is terrible. Do you think this is going to help, or do you think that's going to just keep the bad trend going? Um... I don't know if it's going to be bad, but I doubt it's going to be any good. I mean, I, I could see Alicia Fox being on it just because, I don't know, I, I could just, just see Alicia Fox being on a show like this. But it's getting to the point now where they're just bringing all the divas in on it. So maybe they're trying to incorporate everyone into it. So I don't know. And when it comes to Paige joining it, that whole anti-diva thing she had going on in NXT yet, that she is definitely uh, far from... That's definitely not her thing, which is going to be weird now because... What is Paige's thing that sets her apart from all the other She's divas? She's pale and British. 
Yeah, that's it. Now it's there's there's something special about her, and I think this might hurt her honestly in the long run. It will, it, it does nothing for the show. If anything, it will just hurt Paige because Paige has I don't know. Maybe she's like so fucking entertaining that it'll help the show. I don't know. But other than that, she'll 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 she sticks out like a sore thumb. It's kind of like with JoJo the first season because she's so fucking small and fragile. You get this really white, pale British girl who's probably really bitchy. So. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to watch, at least. I'll check it out next season because this season's like... But eh, we'll see what happens. I don't get the mindset behind it. Like, are they are they bringing her on because they think she'll bring more ratings because of her fan base in the WWE? Or do they think that she's not clicking with most fans and so they're, they're going to put her on Total Divas so that she can get more fans? I think it's the second one. If it, because I think because she kind of has like that man, the guy following, like the NXT following, like the internet following, which is mostly guys. Um, you know, you see some females uh, like uh, in the crowd who who will cheer for Paige, but Paige doesn't really have that following yet. So maybe I think it's more along the lines of that than the, whatever the hell you said for the first option, because I kind of <laughs> I'm spacing now. But the second option, yes. I I just wonder how much of a crossover appeal this the show really has, like. Do people who are fans of Total Divas really do come to watch Raw, or is it just one of those things to where Total Divas is its own thing, it's got its fans, well, and that's pretty I'm much pretty it? I'm pretty sure it's well, like exclusively wrestling fans, but I, I think it's wrestling fans who went and watched that, not the opposite. Well, well, it's like this. When I worked at uh, um, the pizza place I worked at, I know two girls from work who they didn't watch wrestling per se, but they watched Total Divas and they say. loved it. Right. I've but, seen a couple so, people that are kind of like in that same boat. Like, um, somebody's like girlfriend doesn't like watching wrestling, so she starts watching Total Divas, and then that gets her more into watching Raw because it's like, I can follow Total Divas because that's kind of you know targeted towards women, and I can follow the whole bitchy thing. And then, oh look at that, it's the people that I watch on that other show. I guess I'll sit here and watch Raw for a little bit, cause, yeah. you know. But it's certainly not you know drawn in a huge audience where like these people that don't watch wrestling and have no interest in wrestling at all are checking that out and then going holy crap i should start being a wrestling fan it's like no you need some kind of an outside catalyst to get that going so you know Paige isn't going to bring people in alicia fox isn't going to bring people in at this point the audience is there or it's going to get lost yeah yeah I mean, it's not like a show. I mean, it's it's an okay show because I find it. The only thing I really find interesting about the show is that like it kind of like goes behind the scenes of wrestling, and I think that part's cool. But and I like watching Natty and TJ fight because it's fucking funny. Cause TJ, TJ, yeah, yeah. The cat. I forget the cat's name, but the cat died at one point, so they got a new cat. <laughs> Fact. I don't know. They they say the cat's name, but Natalia keeps just screeching it, so I don't pay much attention. So he's just like me, 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 and it's like fuck <laughs> shit. I gotta fast forward it. Yeah. So I'm. I don't know. It. I'm about done with that show in general. So we'll just have to see. I highly doubt this is gonna make anyone come to it, but we'll see if what happens with it. Now, Peyton, is this gonna make you start watching because Paige is on there? Only if she gets naked. Yeah, I don't no, think Sean will watch it. If Paige is on it, I bet. He's gonna lick that chicken. Yeah, no, I, I don't understand how Paige fits this all. She's supposed to be the anti-diva, so I, I think I said this on the Raw Post Show. Unless she's gonna be on like some really pouty, really against everything they're doing and being a hard time and healing it up, I, I don't understand what her role is gonna be on this show at all. Trish. 
<laughs> Any thoughts on this, Wego? Don't give a fuck, and you're sad if you watch this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that everybody who watches this is at least partially sad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mango, us too, huh? Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Uh, fuck you, Wago. Asshole. <laughs> uh, let's see, another hot tag here. WWE has added domestic violence policies to their talent wellness program under the Morals Clause. So now it's not just drug-related. It's also going to deal with domestic disputes. It's going to deal with... Uh, if you get into fights with people, it's going to be a lot of different stuff like that. Do you guys think that this is a good idea, or do you think this is kind of overstepping the boundaries a little bit and adding too much, and things will get kind of fall by the wayside? Section two in the paragraph, Alberto Del Rio slaps someone. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think there's reason for this. It's good to have all your bases covered. Yeah, but the, the only reason why they're doing it is because of the issues the NFL is having with their domestic disputes right now. And I don't I didn't look at I haven't seen like what exactly happens with certain things that come up, but it's probably gonna be something similar with uh, uh, the NFL where, you know, first time offense, you know, short suspension after that, you know, it just gradually increases until you're released or something like that. So we'll just have to see what it does. But yeah, this is just an, an attempt to make WWE look better. Just in case stuff like this happens down the line, mainly because of what happened in, in uh, the NFL. Peyton Miguel, any thoughts? It's basically a PR move. I mean, that's pretty much it. There's not much you can say else about it. I mean, I I, I wonder how serious they are going to take it. You know, if they're just going to be, it's just going to be a situation where if something like this happens, they'll just kind of, depending on whoever it is, they'll probably just brush it under the table. But, you know, you, you hate to be cynical when it comes to stuff like that, but it's the WWE we're talking about. Yeah, I guess uh, Stone Cold is happy he, this wasn't around when he was wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if this counts for the women, too. I would assume it does. Uh, w- w- women are always domestic violence victims, though, in this day and age. You know uh, that. That's the kind of wor- world we live in. The, not Tiffany. <laughs> it's the Taron Clause. Uh, let's see here. The last hot tag to talk about. This is something that we were going to maybe talk about last week, but we had some other hot tags to talk about that took more precedence. But it became a bigger story this week. So uh, we definitely got to talk about it. Um, WWE.org was a domain that was not owned by WWE. And they took that to court. They won the rights to that uh, domain name. And now the original owner is going on this big fucking tirade. Uh, He's threatening to take WWE down. He's throwing a bitch fit about it and whatever. Uh, Now... This is odd for me to say because at one time I owned WWEnetwork.com, <laughs> but I completely agree. WWE owns the rights to that. That's why one of the reasons why I got rid of that because I was just like, you know what? I wouldn't stand a chance in court for this. I'm not going to try to hold this over their head for money. They're never going to pay me for it. I never would end up uh, getting the money because I have no right to it. So this dude uh, with WWE.org, the website was originally, from what I I've heard, it was just sort of like... Uh, a little hub for some random links. So the guy was clearly, he had that because he knew it was a valuable name. Not that he was using that, you know, he's got the World Wildlife Fund WWF kind of a thing. This was just a way to cash in. So, you know, fuck him at a certain point. Like, you lost, you tried something, it didn't work. WWE owns that. They should have WWE.org. They should own anything that they have the fucking rights to. 
And I just think it's hilarious that this guy's trying to make a big deal out of it and say that he's going to take WWE down. Like, yeah, okay, dude, go ahead and try. That'll be hilarious to watch that happen. So who wants to tag in? What do you guys think about this? You know, if he really wanted to make a stance, he would have uh, tried to make his his uh, website called WashingtonRedskins.org. <laughs> yeah, between like uh, Sam Mushnick and Phil Donahue and United States Supreme Court, uh, Ted Turner. Uh, this is just a short list of names of people who have tried to take down WWE and Vince McMahon and have failed. So good luck to this guy. What he said. <laughs> Wait, go. Oh, your thoughts? Did I mention Bob Costas? <laughs> yeah, but sure? he, des- he, he deserved it, though. If you saw that interview, he, he clearly deserved that. Thanks, Waco. Um, yeah, this guy is a fucking moron, and I'm pretty confident it's Kent Jones. <laughs> what are you saying, Kent Jones? Well, he'd be uh, just okay, I'm just putting it out there. WrestlingContent.com is down. <laughs> you mean Jebel's down? Uh, he's taking on this whole uh, tirade or tyrant. <laughs> about it so um yeah i'm linking ken jones directly to this guy <laughs> what if that ends up being like the big scoop you heard it it here was first. me all along it was ken jones yeah and then he'll commit suicide on youtube again oh <laughs> uh, that's what his website did but yeah. um <laughs> there's a hot tags for the week everybody make sure you leave your comments below with your thoughts on these topics and anything else that happens that you guys want to talk about maybe we'll pick up some of them next week and talk about that but we're going to take a break and we're going to uh, hit you guys with the rest hold <gasps> and that is why we've got a yawn going on here a little rest <sighs> that we're take. and then we're going to come tired. back and we are going to start talking about Hell in a Cell predictions so stay tuned for part 3 part 4 and everything else that we have coming your way you guys know the score by now, we are in part 3, which means it's time for the rest hold section of the program. That is where we use the downtime to promote some of the stuff going on in the world of Smart Out Moment and anything else under the A Mango Tree Branch sections that we want to promote for this week. Outside interference articles, well, there's going to be one article coming up a little bit later on this week for Bleacher Report. WWE Hell in a Cell 2014 updated predictions for each match at the event. And since this is the pay-per-view week, I will naturally be doing my two post-pay-per-view checks of the biggest highlights and low points of the night and the biggest stars of the night. So check those out. All three of those are going to be up at different times, but eventually you will be able to find links to them on the Facebook and Twitter accounts for Tony Mango and Smartout Moment. You'll be able to find it on the homepage of smartoutmoment.com underneath the outside interference section. And you will also naturally be able to find that on the Bleacher Report profile of mine. Pretty self-explanatory, right? Next up is the Smark My Words comment of the week. You guys had left on the previous episode of Smack Talk on YouTube. And this week it goes to a frequent winner, The Habit Man, for his comment. You know, Drew did a better job plugging Miguel's show. Hell, I'd watch that show if it were titled Uncool Movie Show. Or if Miguel wasn't the host. (laughs) Uh, We left at that one. Uh, So thank you, Habit Man, for sending that in. Thank you to all the others who left comments as well this week. Make sure you guys do that again, per usual, and tell us to smart your words. Remember to cast your votes for this week's Mark Out Moment Power Rankings by going to the Mega Maniacs group on Facebook. As I mentioned before, we might be getting rid of that. I'm not 100% sure yet. So if you are a big fan of it, then voice your opinion. Beg me to stop, essentially. And we'll see what ends up happening with that. But 
for now, power rankings still kind of going, limping along there. So go to the Mega Maniacs group, and go there anyway because that's where we do a lot of different stuff throughout the week. The next edition of the Monthly Mailbag is going to be coming up on episode 157, which may or may not be the next live edition of Smack Talk, the Fallout Fest that we have done in the past. I'm not 100% sure about that either. It all kind of depends on if you guys are going to show up there and really make it worth the while to go through the effort. So if you are into that idea, then voice your opinions below. If you have any questions that you'd like to submit to get to know us better, then fill up that inbox, go to the contact form of smartoutmoment.com, shoot us an email with any of those mailbag questions, and we will answer anything you send our way on that episode, whether or not it's the live one where you can call in, or it's just the standard one. One way or another, we'll figure it out. If you're going to be going to a wrestling event of some kind and you want to show your support for Smark Out Moment and Smack Talk and you want to bring some kind of a sign, then take advantage of the Sign Me Up initiative. That sign should say smarkoutmoment.com. Send a picture or a video of it to me and I will feature it on the website and on the next episode of Smack Talk. For all you geeks out there like myself who are into movies and comic books and video games and everything else like that, go to my other website, fanboysanonymous.com and follow all of our podcasts on youtube.com slash fanboysanonymous, where you can also find them on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure you follow the Facebook and Twitter accounts, and check out everything that we've got going on for all of the other nerds that are like us out there. And lastly, if you would like to join the Smart Out Moment team in some kind of a way, maybe as a writer, maybe as an editor, maybe as some kind of a PR person, I don't know, what are your strengths and weaknesses are, but if you've got something you want to join the team for, then go ahead and send me an application using the contact form of the website, and I will get back to you as soon as possible with more information. Break time is over with. We've got a lot of different stuff to talk about with Hell in a Cell, so we're going to jump right into that in part four. Click on that next video. Stay tuned, everybody. We will see you there. Welcome back, everybody. Rustholds over with. We are going to start going through Hell in a Cell. So let's skip the pre-show because the pre-show is just going to be a Miz TV segment. Or actually, it's a Miz style TV segment, but there's not really much to talk about for that. So let's just go into the matches themselves. And these are obviously not in any specific order, but fuck it. Who cares? United States Championship match. Sheamus versus The Miz. Um, I'm really hoping that The Miz wins the title here because the alternative is that Sheamus could feud with Rusev for the United States title, and I think that they have already lost their opportunity to do that. So take it off Sheamus immediately. He's done jack shit with the title. Give it to The Miz, who's much more entertaining. Or if you don't do that, then I pray to God that fucking Bad News Barrett comes back next week after this or something like that and wins the title instead. But that's a long shot, so I'm rooting for The Miz. I actually kind of expect The Miz to win, but I'm not really 100% on that. So what do you guys think? Is this going to be a good match? Who's going to come out on top? What do you guys uh, have going for your, your predictions? Payton? Yeah, I think it'll be a fine match. I don't think it'll be anything exceptional. Uh, I remember these guys having decent chemistry. I don't really care much for the story that's going on here. And I really don't think the Miz needs the U.S. title. The only way I want the title to change is if somehow... Mizdow ends up in the match and he wins the title. 
and then Miz can act like he won the title via proxy, but Miz now actually won the title. Which turns Miz now face or something? Oh, Miz now already is face. But to just get him away from the Miz after that, how about that? Is that a better answer for you? Uh, no? I, would, I wouldn't say it would happen right away. You can give it time. Okay. Maybe have a, a match between the two for the US <laughs> title at, like, TLC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, ask the snake what's up with <laughs> What do you think's going to happen here, Drew? Well, the Slithered Snake wants the... Um, he wants yes. the Miz. The Miz um, or Sheamus. I think it's, it's going to be a good match. Um, the US uh, what they, title. Anyways... <laughs> uh, I think it's going to be a good match. Um, what they've been doing overall has been entertaining for the most part. I'm most looking forward to Mizdal uh, on the side, just mimicking the Miz. Or if he is in the match and Miz is on commentary, that would be better. If And Miz going crazy for Mizdal, that would be awesome. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think Sheamus will win. But if somehow the Mizdal is able to end up with the title... Then I'll go with the Miz winning, but as of right now, I'm gonna go with Sheamus. We go. Personally, I think they should put the title on the Miz. Hayden's right in as much as that he doesn't need it, but at the same time, Sheamus doesn't need it too. With the Miz, his ongoing storyline with the uh, with Damian Sandow, I yes, think he, I think he can eventually bring the U.S. title into that when you eventually turn Sandow face, because that's eventually what's gonna happen. He's gonna break away from the Miz when he gets as he increasingly gets more over. So I'm perfectly fine with whoever wins either way, but I would like it to be the Miz. As far as who I think they'll have win, it's probably going to be Sheamus. Um, He's Triple H's guy, and that's pretty much the entire reason why I think he'll win. Miguel? I I I actually really want to keep the title on Sheamus because I do think that there is money in a Miz Dow versus Miz... uh, program i don't think you need the belt for that whereas in the case of sheamus i think there are other avenues you can take with him in the u.s title i'm still waiting for them yeah exactly that's what i was gonna say is i think here's the only thing that i'd say about rusev is that sheamus is fucking not american so kind of well here's the thing here's the thing like Irish people really like potatoes. Yes. <laughs> oh, well, you no, sold, well, in that case, Paige, and you sold me on it. Well, you know, Seamus, Seamus the face would just be like, I might not be American, but hey, I understand what the United States is, and I, and I represent the title since I have the title. But if they do something, it'd be something along those lines. Yeah, it'll be some babyface nonsense like that that'll they'll yeah, they get people want this. Yeah. There, that's. I really do think that Seamus is going to be the next sacrificial lamb for Rusev because he's he's going to be that big main event level caliber star that I think is really going to push Rusev towards that inevitable matchup against him and Cena. But um, I think a matchup between those two for the title is better than let's say Miz having the belt and going on to uh, defend it against uh, Miz Dow. They don't need that. You can do a matchup by them um, with each other without that. So. I'm going to keep I actually want to keep the belt on Sheamus. Here's what could sell me on the Sheamus uh, Rusev thing, because like I said before, I think that they lost their opportunity to have him win the title and do the, the Jack Swagger feud over it. But I'll be OK with that happening if Rusev wins the U.S. title from Sheamus and desecrates the fuck out of it and if we're going to get Rusev versus John Cena at WrestleMania, which is one of the rumors going around now, 
have that be for the U.S. title and not a non-title match because I could see WWE doing something uh. stupid like that, where it could it would be a match but not for the title, or that John Cena would screw Rusev out of the title beforehand or something like that. No, you got to have John Cena win the fucking win the U.S. Title. title because why the fuck not? You know, if you want to make these championships mean something, then why can't John Cena win the U.S. title just because he's above it? Well, then doesn't that raise the championship up higher? Uh, I think that a good means to do that would be Rusev changes it and it's not the U.S. title anymore in the process of that. Make it the fucking Russian title, uh, an unofficial title. Have him abandon the U.S. title and say, I don't need a championship because fuck this thing. U.S. title is beneath me and then we don't have the u.s title anymore maybe that's a way that you get rid of the u.s title instead of combining it with the intercontinental so if you do something like that i'll be okay with it if it just turns into rusev winning the u.s title from sheamus at say i don't know survivor series and then for tlc royal rumble elimination chamber whatever he's still continuing to wrestle random people for no fucking reason and there are non-title matches and stuff like that, then I don't even fucking want to see any more of that anymore. Uh, so going around here one more time real quick, final thoughts of who do you guys think is going to win? I'm I'm going with The Miz here. Uh, way go. Sheamus. Drew? Sheamus, because I think the Rusev thing will happen, and I'll feel good about myself because I said this about a month ago. Miguel? Sheamus. Payton? Mizdow. Okay. So that's match number one. Match number two that we're going to talk about next, Rusev uh, versus Big Show. So stay tuned, everybody. Click on part five. Welcome back, everybody. We are on part five. Next match that we're going to talk about from Hell in a Cell, Rusev versus Big Show. We ran down some of our opinions about Rusev in the previous segment with the U.S. title. Some of us think that the next thing that's going to happen is that he will be taking the title from Sheamus and keep that undefeated streak going. So, obviously, if that's the case, then the undefeated streak has to keep going here against Big Show. Um, no matter what, I think that he's beaten Big Show. I think we probably all, can all agree about that, right? Is anybody actually going to say that Big Show's going to win? I don't know. I, I feel think like... the Big Show's going to win. <laughs> no, I, I feel like they would go for the surprise win. If anyone was going to do it, it'd be the Big Show. If, if For the surprise factor, they'd pick the Big Show, but I don't think it'll happen. I feel like the Big Show's going to win... Via DQ. Oh. Or lose via DQ. No, he's going to win via DQ. Mm. Think that flag, Russian flag, is going to be used to pound on the big show? Um, you, you know a thing or two about pounding, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Drew. Try to deny it. Oh, man. Every time you like do that laugh now, I picture like... You ever see Robin Hood with the snake and he had this little tongue that he put into King John's ear? Yeah. Now I have your ear, your like little snake tongue going in my ear whenever you do that. <laughs> it's a horrifying <laughs> image. <laughs> Drew with a snake tongue in your ear. Uh, all right, so let's go around here. Rusa versus Big Show. You guys think this is going to be a good match or not? I actually thought that their match on Raw was probably one of the better Rusev matches that I've seen in a really long time. So mm-hmm. I'm not as down on this one as I've been in a lot of other ones. But that being said, still not looking forward to it. Uh, so I'm kind of in the middle ground there. Peyton, what do you think? Is this going to be good? Bad? Meh? 
I think it'll be meh. I mean, I'm not expecting greatness. I think it'll be watchable. Uh, and as I said, I expect Big Show to win via DQ when he looks like he's about to have Rusev down for the count. But in Ooh. comes Mark Henry, who uh, doesn't want Big Show to get the glory. And then someone's going to get their ass kicked. Because that's what he do. <laughs> there you go. I think that... Rusev's definitely going to take this, and I think the match is going to be pretty average. Nothing special, and you can't really expect much more than that out of these two two guys. As far as the finish goes, I could see a bullshit DQ win going in there for a big show, but I'm pretty confident Rusev's taking it. We go. Uh, I think, honestly, yeah, I think this could be a DQ situation to set up big show versus Mark Henry. What about the quality of the match? you think it's going to be good? Uh, Big Show's not that bad of a worker, so it could be a, a halfway decent matchup. I mean, Rusev, I think, has really shown his ability to sell is, is even better than, I'd say, certain main eventers. Um, so it could be a good matchup in theory. I mean, we would have to see. Can we all admit that Rusev's a talent now? Yeah. Like, I've been trying to push that since Matt early, and you're all like, no, fuck him, just another generic guy. Who's I don't think he's anything special, but he is definitely better than I gave him credit for. I still he, think he's about the same as on par as what I thought from before. I'm not impressed. I he's am, not terrible. Like, you know, he's not like, uh, he's better than Kozlov. Not Kozlov. Yeah, yeah. I, will ta- far I, will, from I will take the Kozlov, com- Kozlov comments back, but I uh, still don't start. think if. I don't think he's anything special. Right. No, he, I think the, char- the character is still going to prove a lot. No, the, yeah, character, the character, generic, character still I needs a lot he, of improvement. I think he, as a wrestler, has impressed me a lot. I really like how he's been talking a lot lately. And you know who he reminds me of when he does his promos? It's Iron Sheik. Or Iron Sheik, yeah. Oh, I was, was going to say Moomsey. <laughs> no, no, seriously. I'm one of these things I'm just expecting him to go, Russia, number one, America. <laughs> he, needs to, he needs to throw in some random F-bombs in there. That's when he gets old. Yeah, start talking about Hulk Hogan being gay. That's when he gets a Twitter. Can we just talk about Drew being gay? Can we just talk about Iron Sheik? Fuck, can we see Iron Sheik versus Big Show? I'd watch that. Yeah, I will give him uh, credit that he's not as bad as Kozlov was. Because Kozlov was fucking garbage. Oh, he was fucking horrible. And even he got a freaking main event match. Yeah, I, I can't believe that they really pushed that guy that far. I was so paranoid when they were talking about maybe having him against Undertaker. Ugh. God, bad memories. But... Me and Jester used to have a friend of ours named Kozlov. It was this big fat guy that used to have the uh, pointed nose like Kozlov, so we just called him Kozlov a lot. It was or a running was it gag. His name was Kozlov. <laughs> no, it wasn't. He, he, we used to make fun of him because he was like a really annoying TNA mark. You that was said his name was Kozlov. We called him Kozlov. Kozlov? His name wasn't Kozlov, but we called him that because he had the uh, the brow and the uh, nose that Kozlov had. He <laughs> that was like an... so fucking funny. That it was like, we got this guy, his name's Bill, so we called him Bill. Because <laughs> 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 he looked like a Bill. His name just happened to also be Kozlov, but we called him that because of his nose. <laughs> Kozlov's real name. Do you remember? I have no idea. We never learned it. <laughs> was it Bill? No. I thought it was Kozlov. <laughs> yeah, it's Kozlov. It was Alexander. 
Uh, all right. So, uh, Drew, um, I don't think I got your opinion about whether or not this is going to be a good match. Well, I think it's going to be good, but I'm very conflicted about what I believe the ending will be. Right now, I'll go with Rusev winning, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Mark Kinnon came out and somehow got involved in the match and turned on Big Show or whatnot. So, I, it, oh, I think it'll be above average match. I think it'll it'll serve as a you know I think the crowd will get into it because apparently people uh, soldiers getting kicked in the head is worth uh, going USA for. People get hot about that. People got, I, don't, I don't know I don't know it's been two days since that has people really been talking about that at all? What? The, about the, the soldier soldier thing? thing? Yeah. Well, what, what happened? Like, I'm, I'm uh, lost. Oh, and Raw, Kozlov kicked the soldier who ran in the ring because Kozlov was about to pull down the American flag because uh, Big Show switched Rusev's flag with the American flag. What the fuck was that, Drew? Are you having a stroke? <laughs> oh, please tell me you're having a stroke. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm, I didn't see it, but I'm willing to bet if people, if there are some people that got upset about it, they'll probably put like some BS apology out just to kind of stem the tide. WWE, you can never take their apology seriously anymore, you know, because they know how to play the game, they know how to how to work the fans. I can just picture some like Midwestern uh, guy with a beer chucking it like uh, in anger out of this and be like, "That's bullshit. This is America. We can't do that." Like, if there are people pissed off about that, it's a fucking show. I would love to see them do more of that kind of stuff. Like, you know how John Cena, sometimes at WrestleMania, he'll, like, uh, have all the all the troops, like, uh, in, in the, um, the entrance ramp, and they'll all be, like, saluting, and he'll run down in the middle of them and stuff. Have them set up with different soldiers, and Rusev just kicks them, like, on the way to the ring or something like that. Just get lots of heat. Do whatever the fuck you need to do. Don't go crazy enough to actually, like, hurt real people. But, you know, if you can figure out a way to ruffle some feathers, do it. Why not? Yeah, the, only time, the only time they need to be worried is if they get, like, pressed from, like, the, the, the bad kind of uh, tabloids. You know, like, if USA Today picks them up and be like, oh, look at how barbaric these guys are, then they kind of got to be worried about that because that'll... That's a that's the kind of backlash that they really can't afford to have. Yeah, the backlash of the last two days and everyone forgets about it. Yeah. I remember backlash. Yeah, it's fine. They can just change backlash to extreme rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys. So that is Rusev versus Big Show. Our opinions about that match. We are going to continue on here. Divas Championship. AJ Lee versus Paige in part six. Welcome back, everybody. Part 6, Divas Championship, AJ Lee versus Paige. Is this, what, the fifth match that they've had together since AJ returned? Or sixth one? This How is many? Becoming, this is becoming the Cena versus Orton of the Divas division. At least they have good chemistry with each other. Yeah, I'd say this is more like the Orton-Christian. Yeah, I could go with that. Yeah. So I'm not too down on that idea because... If their quality wasn't there, then I would really fucking hate it, because then it would be the, the Sheamus and Del Rio. Uh, uh. But it's much better than Sheamus versus Del Rio. Um, I'm still a little bit tired of the feud. I don't want to see another match with these people at uh, Survivor Series, or for them to take Survivor Series off and do it again at TLC or something. But 
Um, I'm hoping AJ Lee retains here, and that's partially because I kind of want Nikki Bella to be the champion, oddly enough. And I don't want Paige to win it and then drop it to Nikki Bella. I'd rather AJ keep it for an extra month or two and have uh, Nikki win it for that kind of a thing. But I've, I have a big problem with Nikki Bella winning the title, and that's that it covers her camel toe. <laughs> that's true. Maybe she'll be uh, really generous and she'll be one of the ones that just kind of carries it instead. Uh, by the way, I have to send apologies out to Sean's sister. <laughs> Why? What? I remember that. Yep. Sean's sister like got all pissed at us because we're like pigs. <laughs> Sean has a sister. She wasn't uh, watching during the, the Divas tournament, was she? <laughs> Hope not. Yeah, it's like that's an. Where that's... you're you're calling somebody gum face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's period headed whore and there's Horse a few face. other things that being out there. Right. For these people yeah. that are pretty much like hired because they're considered beautiful women. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, look at that fucking one chewed gum face. I wouldn't fuck her and like uh. Who? <laughs> so who do you guys want to see win? Who do you guys think's gonna win? Do you guys think that the quality of the match is gonna continue what they've had in the past, or are they done and this is kind of uh one more match than what we should have been given? Payton? I don't really understand why they're having this match. They didn't really say why like they were they were just like just signed for hell to sell aj defends the title against page okay i'll take it i mean they've, they've had a fine feud I, I think they could have taken some time off before restarting it but whatever i guess they didn't have anything else prepared it's not like they're they've been it's weird they've had divas matches at least two every week and yet I feel like nothing is going on in the Divas division as opposed to a few months ago where you had like three Divas storylines going on at once. It was insane. I don't know how they dropped the ball so much. But I actually kind of hope that Paige wins. I um, I, I, I know that they've been hot potatoing this title around, but ultimately I think this feud is supposed to make uh, sort of be a, a passing of the torch to Paige to be the leader of the Divas division of this new generation. And uh, hopefully this will be like where it goes on her and stays on her for freaking a little while. So you think this is going to be Paige, or are you just hoping? Uh, both. Hmm. Drew? Um, I'm going to go with AJ, and I think AJ's going to win, and I hope AJ wins, because I'm not really impressed with Paige. I don't know why. I've just never, I don't really get the uh, whole thing following Paige has. And she doesn't really entertain me that much, so I'm going to go with AJ. It's going to be a good match, but AJ's going to win. Miguel? Yeah, I hope this feud ends. I mean, it's it had so much potential early on. I mean, I, I was excited to see it, but their first few matches didn't really click for me. I mean, they've gotten a rhythm going, but... It's already been, like, we're almost up to, what, the fourth or fifth matchup. I mean, it's it's weird. I mean, this should be the big feud that really should carry this this division. But, I, I don't know, it just hasn't worked for me. Um, in terms of uh, who should get the belt, I don't know where you go with either one of them. Um, I'm actually more interested in seeing maybe somebody like a uh, Naomi carry the belt more than any of these two, to be quite honest with you. But in that regard, if, if you're going to put the belt on anybody, I guess put it on Paige, just because you can have the other Divas uh, go after her. AJ, I don't know what you can do with her, 
there was a there was a small second back back when they were starting off the uh, the Brie Bella feud where it seemed like at one point there was this thing going on between uh, AJ Lee and Stephanie. That could be something to look into. I think there is money in that angle. I don't know how you would write them into there, but I think WWE is dro- losing leaving a lot of money on the table in that regard. But you in could terms always of this, do that at another time down the line. You can yeah. do that for WrestleMania. You save that for Punk's inevitable return, according to Wego, and do uh, <laughs> AJ and CM Punk against Stephanie and Triple H. When he returns in 2020... He's going to be in the main event. <laughs> and it'll be, once he returns in 2020 and they make an angle out of it, you're going to be like, oh, Wego was right. Fuck me if I'm still talking to you, then. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me yeah. if the next... Six years are going to be about you going. He is going to return in 2020. <laughs> eh? He just he he has, has, becomes he, a 70 year old. <laughs> yeah, he has his room. He has his shrine with like CM Punk action figures, and it's like this day's finally come. I'm just picturing the shrine from Hey Arnold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all of just the uh, excess CM Punk chest hair. <laughs> But yeah, going back to what I said, um, in terms of who, who, where this belt can go, give it to Paige. Have one of the divas chase after her, and well, if I they're going to really bring Paige, if they're going to be re- really bringing Paige to Total Divas, what better way than to to have her come in than have her come in as champ? The first champ of the show. Yeah, wasn't there a memo though that said that nobody on Total Divas would ever hold? Yeah, a belt? that was a scoop, scoop, scoops era. Oh, that was Jeffel Zone. Yeah. Okay. That was wrestling content, but you know how what happened to that website. Yeah, now the big story going around, well, it's not big, but now the thing going around with that is Stephanie said, yeah, no idea where the fuck that rumor came from, so. It was probably, it probably was from Vince, but it was one of, like, Vince's bad day, um, um, uh, decrees. No, I totally bet it was just, like, someone made that up. I don't know. Vince, Vince, Vince seems like somebody who would do that one day and then forget the next, like, "I, I said that. Uh, I must have been in a bad mood. Yeah, because we all know Vince from those stories online. <laughs> hey, there, I I believe every Vince story that pops up on SC Croups. You do that. <laughs> I believe every story that Drew tells me. <laughs> My st- because I do have the inside with Vince McMahon, like I said, I do Except have... Except about that time when you burnt the chair, that was bullshit. You just didn't want to go to New York Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, go ahead and check out that video on fanboysanonymous.com. I am jealous that you managed to get a, you guys got a picture with Kevin Smith. That the, that was kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. Do I need to show you that fucking chair, Wago? <laughs> You're just gonna burn a chair afterwards to go see. Why the fuck you. would I? That chair costs. <laughs> you whoa, are whoa, unstoppable. Whoa. No out. chairs are time safe out. around you, Drew. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah. Time out. That chair don't wonder why your parents need cost... to talk to everybody wherever you go. That chair set costs like 200 bucks. I'm not wasting money by Maybe buying a chair Maybe your parents just want to talk to, to us burn. like, listen, when you reserve the hotel room, make sure you tell them not to have any chairs in the room. Yeah. <laughs> hey, AJ, you think I could borrow a chair from you? No. It was a good thing that when we were uh, hanging out in the pool in the hot tub area that they had those chairs right next to the water. <laughs> Okay, so the listeners are going to be like, why are they on about Drew Burby chairs? <laughs> no, I think our, our listeners are going to be like, okay, this is another thing we can make fun of Drew for. <laughs> so yeah, yeah okay, Drew now let's add burns... this to the notes. Drew Burns chairs, okay. And remember, guys, his dad hasn't brought him that PS4 yet, so hit him up on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> He's not going to buy him anymore <laughs> now that that chair's broken. 
if a time cow gets over as quickly for the lunacy of that, then Drew Burning Chairs will get over it. <laughs> Captain Lou Albano is next. <laughs> uh, uh, so, go your opinion about the AJ Lee versus Page match. Who's going to win? Who do you hope is going to win? What's the match quality going to be like? Wago, don't fall asleep. Wago. Wago. It helps if I talk when my mic isn't muted. <laughs> um, I totally just did a brand new again. But <laughs> so yes, as far as match quality goes, it can be hit or miss. They've never really been consistent, and the winners are toss up too because they're hot rusifying this, uh, rusifying this like crazy. So. Total toss-up, I haven't got a clue, but gut feeling is it's staying on page. It's not on page. It's not? Is it on AJ again? Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> it's going back to page. <laughs> gut feeling, it's staying on the one it isn't on. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie, here we've got... What the got fuck part... did that happen? <laughs> the last pay-per-view. Fuck! Well, it's two pay-per-views ago, wasn't it? They haven't had SummerSlam. Yeah. AJ retained at... Uh... I think she did. And people, Fuck, say I don't know. That, and people say they fucking don't change titles enough. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, part 7 coming up. Goldust and Stardust versus the Usos. Part 7 of Hell in a Cell predictions. WWE Tag Team Championship. Goldust and Stardust face off against the Usos. Usos, pretty much no shot of winning here in my opinion. Goldust and Stardust are pretty new as the champions. And that's just the standard rematch clause kind of a thing to kill some time. We're going to see a back-and-forth match, but the Usos are going to come up short. Gold and Stardust, I hate that. They need to figure out some other kind of a name for them. I thought it was Fat and Stardust. <laughs> it's Stardust and Fat. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, they are going to retain in my mind. I think that the quality of the match is going to be pretty good, so hopefully they give them uh, the proper amount of time here and they don't just rush stuff. Because if they rush it, then not only is it going to be Kind of pointless for no title change, but it's also kind of going to be a waste of time in the uh, on the card itself. What do you guys think, though, Payton? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I really have no opinions about this matchup. Um, I've completely forgotten the Usos were even around, and I've forgotten that the the Dust Bunnies were the champions. Well, well, what do you mean? They have a six-man tag match every week on Raw. Yeah, that's kind of why I've tuned it out. I've just kind of been satiated. I've seen that so many damn times. Um, I'm just kind of waiting for the Ascension to come. You know, they have that meme of the guy who's like, you know, sitting in one panel, and then the next panel, he's like a skeleton at his computer. That's me waiting for the Ascension to come around. Now, do you think that if the Ascension comes, they should beat Stardust and Goldust? Heel, heel kind of a thing? Should they turn face before they do? I'm pretty sure they would come in as baby faces. You think they, so? They're not, they're not even really heels. Well, aren't they heels against Hideo uh, Tommy right now? Yeah, but that's just like this. Like, most of the time, the crowd is cheering him on. Doing that yeah thing? Yeah! Yeah. That NXT crowd is so much better than, like, any other crowd. Oh, my God. I love that crowd. Fucking I don't know. NXT itself is better than any other show. Yeah, that is true, though. It, I don't it know. Helps. Sometimes that crowd, like, you can hear a pin fucking drop, and it's really annoying. Yeah, but that kind of goes to show you that whatever is out there isn't working, if that's the case. Like, I don't know. What's his name? 
uh, what's the what's the hippie guy's name? CJ Parker, uh, hippie guy. Yeah, like if he's not doing anything great, well, then you might need to tweak that character a little bit. But people are going nuts for a lot of the other guys. I mean, Bailey comes out; she gets a great reaction. Uh, the Ascension, obviously, we were just talking about them; they get a great reaction. Bull Dempsey gets a better reaction than I think he should, but what the fuck? That's because they treat that that brand a lot more seriously. You don't get useless comedy, and the comedy you do get, like the stuff with uh, Big Cas at Enzo, is actually really funny. Like I'm uh, really warming up to to those guys. And the Vaudevillians, I love those guys. The, the Vaudevillians. <laughs> Fucking, I'd be fine with uh, Enzo and Cas coming in, uh, up to the main roster. <laughs> and it. Those uh, guys are really entertaining. I'm looking forward to it. I, I really am looking forward to those guys coming up. And I'm, it, they scare me because I'm afraid that WWE might try to split them up as soon as they come up, and that would be a mistake. Uh, Big Kaz is okay, but he really needs Enzo Amore as his mouthpiece. And, and they couldn't win the titles soon. They're, they're the kind of team that you would have to have, like, do the long chase to get those titles and then get the field like the when they do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because they got to build up a, enough of a reputation with the crowd. Mm-hmm. I could see the Ascension doing that, though. Actually, right now on my... Well, Ascension uh, could come in and win them on the first freaking night. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they could just come in and whoop ass and have that be it. Just, you know, we're the Ascension. We're here to fucking destroy people. Done. I've always... You know what would be funny? I know that they that a lot of people have compared them to these guys, but I'd love to see them come in with a much more normal gimmick, kind of like the APA had. Not come in with the whole gothic, ghoulish kind of thing that they started off with. Like, yeah, just let's, just strip of ever, let's just strip them of everything that makes them unique, yeah. Yeah, they're not doing the, the gothic kind of thing anymore, which actually, that's... I didn't like that, originally. Yeah, they're I really, already very APA-ish. Yeah, yeah, I hated that original uh, that theme that they came out to, where it would just kind of like stop in the middle of nowhere. I love I was, that fucking entrance, though, where they like, pan up to them. Mm-hmm. Sweet. That's actually a good uh, comparison, the APA. I never thought about that. They are acting a lot like APA. Oh, yeah. Eh. Well, I mean, not in, like, you know, doing backstage segments where they were playing poker and stuff, but, like... I'd like them, I'd like them better if they did backstage segments where they played poker. I fucking hate them as a team. The Ascension, really? I'm not into them. They're weird. They're clunky in the ring. I fucking oh, yeah. hated Connor O'Brien for the longest time, and the Ascension's made me think that he's got some value to him. So that's the guy, volumes. I'm just, I'm wondering if the guy from, that's gone to TNA played a better role in that team or not. I never really watched him back then, but I like his work nah. better. It's kind of like Gen, it's kind of like Gen One demolition. You you can't really ch- compare it to Gen Two because they didn't really last long with that version. Who oh, was the other guy that was a part of the Ascension? Oh. Bram. Bram. I don't think Tony watches TNA. Bram UK, sounds familiar. UK guy. What was his name in WWE? Not Bram. Ah, uh, I forget. Guys, it's not Bram. <laughs> was it Cameron, I think, was his name? Um, it might have been. Cameron. That's not a threatening name. No, neither is Victor. Victor's got that... The, the V sound and the, and the K thing's more of like a... It's got a sharper tone yeah. to it. It's kind of like... Kenneth Cameron? Yes, yeah, I think... It might have been. Tito Colon? Raquel Diaz? Hold on, let me let me pull up the... Uh, so the, what uh, was we talking well, about Well, I'm on Wikipedia right now, so... 
really not that I think we're talking about how yeah, former racist. Ascension members had really unintimidating names like Gene. Like Ricardo Rodriguez. Oh, at least it wasn't Bobby Jr. <laughs> <laughs> the only, I, I think the reason we're talking about this is because this whole Usos versus Golden Stardust thing is so played out to death that there's not much really we can add that hasn't already been said. Yeah, you should have just let me cut it off at I don't know. <laughs> or or who cares? Who cares? Yeah, so obviously we all expect the Usos to win the title here. So so why did they make this big deal about this whole cosmic key thing and then they've been doing absolutely fucking nothing with it? Because that's like the whole point of this Goldust and Stardust thing. They started them off with like, well, we've got this new partner. His name is Stardust and we're not going to wrestle for like eight weeks. They're just dropping the ball with everything for them. Well, let's just turn them heel. Let's just uh, phone in the uh, mashup idea of a theme song just by playing the first part of Goldust and then going in the Stardust theme. Pick that off of somebody from YouTube. Yeah. It could be a lot better, but they're not willing to put in the time. Let's just bring back Blue Dust. Blue Dust. Blue Man. Dot. Blue Dust is a, a sad, sad memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the attitude era was brilliant, though, right? Yeah, everybody always talks about how great that was, and you've got uh, the artist formerly known as Goldust wearing pink tits and stuff like amazing. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, I guess you guys don't remember Black Rain. That was uh, we awesome. don't want we're, to remember we're, Black Rain. We're on about the attitude era now and how fantastic it was with original ideas such as those. Oh, you guys, okay. fucking Dean Ambrose talking shit about the attitude era. That's the end thing now. <laughs> we go back and watch an old Mark Morrow match now. <laughs> so, anybody have any other opinions about Stardust and uh, Goldust against the Usos? Anybody think it's going to be shit? Anybody think it's going to be great? Title change? No title change? I still hate the Usos because they beat the New Age Outlaws too early. Fuck them. I'm going to hold on to that for the rest of my life. Looks a grumpy old man. So in 2020, you're going to be like, Sam Punk's coming back next week, and the Usos beat fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it, it's, it's We're going to be like, Waco, uh, you muted your mic. We can't hear you. <laughs> now forever. Look, I'll say this. It's going to be a good matchup, but it's going to be the same good matchup we've seen over and over again. There's only so many times you can have the same good matchup before even a good matchup gets boring. And I guess that's all I can really say about that. Drew or Payton, any last thoughts? Shut up, Drew. I didn't even say anything. Shut up, Drew. His name's Mimsy. Fuck. I didn't do anything, Goss. Goss. Well, this has been a fucking productive segment. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's move on to the next bit. Fuck me, what an abortion. Uh, I think the next one's going to be a fun one. Randy Orton versus John Cena, part eight. Uh... Part 8, Hell in a Cell match continues. We've got uh, John Cena versus Randy Orton here. One of the uh, two actual Hell in a Cell matches for the evening. Some people are saying this is going to be the main event. I don't think so, and I really hope that it isn't, because the Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins one's going to be the better match, and it's the better feud, so that needs to go on last. Um, This match is, uh, you know... I was really down on this at the beginning of it, and I'm not as down on it as I originally was now. I'm still not really thrilled about it, but I'll give this more of a chance. 
and I'll say that it's going to be decent. Uh, there are rumors going around right now that Randy Orton might be injured. And if that's the case, then that's severely going to hurt this match. But if he's fine and, you know, they are willing to put in the time and the effort to build a good match out of this, they could. Um, the winner gets a title shot against Brock Lesnar in the future. They haven't said when. Again, there's another set of reports that are kind of conflicting. Some things say that Brock Lesnar is not going to come back until the Royal Rumble, which to me is absolutely ridiculous. You can't have him just skip out on half of the fucking time that he is going to be the champion. Mango, mango, mango. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Didn't we talk about this last week already? Yeah, to an extent. But, no, uh, we, no, it was just, nope, Wago talked about that last week to an extent. But, uh, so this match has ramifications for that. What I'm hoping to see is Randy Orton win here. And Randy Orton versus uh, Brock Lesnar at um, Survivor Series. What I expect to see happen is John Cena winning because Seth Rollins screws uh, Randy Orton out of the match and to have Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins at Survivor Series and John Cena against either... Well, you can't do uh, the authority in some kind of a tag match because really there's no authority anymore. John Cena against somebody else at Survivor Series or John Cena against Brock Lesnar. So if we get Brock Lesnar at... Survivor Series, I'm happy to have either of these guys face off against him more than I would to just have Brock Lesnar not be there. So, uh, hoping that Orton wins. Don't think that he will, though. So, let's go around here. Get your uh, opinions for everybody here. Peyton, what's going to happen here? Wait, what match are we talking about? What are you pulling him to go? No, what, what match are we talking about? Cena versus Orton. Is, why, why are we talking about that now? Isn't that the main event? <laughs> oh, I see uh, what you did there. Uh, 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 yeah, this is this match. When we, we initially found out that we were going to be getting it, I was not looking forward to it at all. But uh, Orton had a very uh, touching speech on Monday that actually got me pretty interested into it, and throwing the title implications on it certainly helps as well. I as well would really, really like to see Orton come out of this the winner. Uh, It's the right thing to do, and I really hope that's what they end up doing. Uh, Orton is catching fire right now. For some reason, like, this meme has has exploded with him doing the RKOs out of nowhere on people. Um, And they need to embrace that. And people are really buying into Randy Orton at the live shows, and he's starting to feed to them a lot more. Let let this be a moment for him to really get a big, big win and go on to face Brock Lesnar, where I, I wouldn't expect him to defeat Brock Lesnar. But, you know, it'd be a, it'd be a fun match to see and, and be a, one of the few people who I think would be at Brock Lesnar's level to go in there and be taken as a serious competitor against Brock Lesnar. Where you go? I'm pretty much in agreement with uh, Payton. I think that they need to have Randy Orton beat Brock Lesnar here because I don't, I do not want to see John Cena versus Brock Lesnar again. And they seem to be making it pretty clear, but it's a number one contender match. Also, I'm praying for fucking God that this goes on before Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins because it's going to be rest hold in a cell as opposed to Dean and Seth that's going to blow, blow the house down. So, we go. Uh, I'm in the same boat. I, I think if they do end up doing – well, they are doing it, but I think it's going to be Orton uh, going over Cena just because – I mean it's clear that they have plans to do 
one more Brock versus Cena matchup. I mean, Cena's the main guy. He's going to be the one to slay the dragon eventually, especially with Reigns and uh, and um, Daniel Bryan out. So they're probably going to try to keep him away as possible. And given the popularity of the uh, RKO out of nowhere uh, vines, which I don't know if that's going to lead to any long-term growth for the popularity in Randy Orton's character. I think it's just a, a little internet thing that just well, happens to be a, about Randy Orton. That'll take care of itself. Randy Orton will maintain the long-term popularity because he's Randy fucking Orton. You know what they need to like... do? Do you remember how Matt Hardy used to have, like, Matt facts? When he comes down to the ring, they need to, like, have in a little sidebar a uh, random RKO vine of the week. <laughs> no, bring back the RNN. The Randy News Network. Yeah, I remember that pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I do see him getting the uh, shot against Brock Lesnar. Um, it's It'll be what it is. I mean, Orton versus Lesnar is a name matchup. I, I don't know how much I buy Orton versus Lesnar, honestly, when you put those two together, but... It, it is what it is. I hope that they don't make this the main event. I would. It would be foolish too, because like they, like you said, it it would be just a slow rest hold matchup. These guys just don't have that kind of snappy charisma that Punk and Cena had, or even Orton and uh, Christian had. So, hopefully they they know smart to end it on something the fans want. So, hopefully that's the case. But yeah, I see Orton going over. And Drew. Yeah, I want to be agreeing with uh, the other three here. I believe Orton should come. Out. I think uh, the the that vine though that's gonna really really help out uh, Orton's future because you know everyone's always like how he's like talk, big pile of shit you know taking shits in people's bags you know that kind of stuff. I really think this could help the man out and also I think this match could. As you remember, he never really got the his rematch after losing at Mania, so I think it'd be a fair thing for him to win here as well. So I'm going to go with Orton with the win. It might be – the match might be one big pile of shit because, you know, Cena and Orton always tear the house down. But I actually think Orton could have a shot at being Lesnar in some capacity. I don't know whether it's going to be interference from the authority itself. But I do believe Orton could easily win that title and then Rollins cashes it, the, money, the briefcase, on Orton as it kind of alluded to on this past Raw. So I think they could do something along the lines of that, and I'd be completely down for that, as it it would intrigue me, it would pique my interest in the product, because the product is not that good right now. So the match will suck, but I want, I'm looking forward to the outcome from it. Alrighty, guys, that knocks out the first Hell in a Cell match. We got another one coming up a little bit later on, but we have two more matches to go through before we get to that. Next one, we're going to talk about Intercontinental Championship, Dolph Ziggler versus Cesaro. Welcome back to part nine of episode 154. We're rolling along with our Hell in a Cell predictions, and now we're going to jump the gun a little bit to something that's going to be announced on Friday Night SmackDown. Dolph Ziggler is going to defend the title, the Intercontinental title, against Cesaro in a two out of three falls match, which now that officially has become one of, if not the highest ranked, matches that I'm excited to see because I think Ziggler and Cesaro have really good chemistry with each other. I love the Intercontinental title. Two out of three falls is a little bit different of a gimmick from something else from uh, the Hell in a Cell thing, so it's not just going to be another street fight or another um, no-DQ match or something like that. It's going to give us something that's a straight-up wrestling match, and this could be a good time where Cesaro wins the title. 
Uh, either way, I'll be uh, happy about it because I like Ziggler as a champion. I would probably like Cesaro as a champion as long as they follow through with it. So all thumbs up for me in this regard. I'm expecting Ziggler to retain, but I'm not too sure about that prediction. So let's go around here. Peyton, what do you think about this match? Yeah, two out of three falls is very interesting, and I, I think that these guys are just going to tear the house down. Uh, it's going to be a barn burner, as they say. Uh, so if we remember the last time Cesaro was in a two out of three falls match, it was very, very impressive. And with a guy like Dolph Ziggler, it's it's just going to be fantastic. So I, I almost don't even care who wins. I'm just excited to see this damn match, and I, I just want to sit back and see who it's going to be. I'm going to be pulling for Cesaro just because the guy the guy deserves a bone thrown at him. Um Dolph Ziggler, uh, he's had enough. He's given given enough chances. Let's let, let's see what Cesaro's got in the tank. Miguel, the matchup's going to be great, but that's that's not saying much considering who's in the in the uh, in it itself. I don't care who wins, and it's not in the same vein that Peyton said. Both of these two guys have been dumped on by the WWE so much. I mean. For having the Intercontinental belt, Ziggler has become the punching bag for the upper mid-card and main event scene. He's basically become jobber to the stars, it seems. And Cesaro is no better, even with the with the belt. I mean, we saw what they did to him with the IC, with the uh, U.S. belt. So, I don't know. I just, I want to care, but I know it's just going to lead to me getting upset because whoever does win the belt is just going to keep going on with whatever losing streak they're having. So... I keep it on Ziggler, I guess. It doesn't... I'd love for them to do something with Cesaro, but I have no faith in WWE, so keep it on Ziggler. Whatever. It really is just a a matter of I can't care. Like, it's not that I don't want to care. It's WWE has made it hard to care, is my point. Now, if they do give it to Cesaro, and you're kind of thinking that they'll just drop the ball with it, what do you think that they could do where they wouldn't drop the ball with it? I guess don't have him job out to guys so frequently. I mean, that's my big problem with the way Ziggler's had the belt is that he he keeps losing. He's always getting pinned for the title. He, it, all, it's always a non-title matchup. And it's like, how am I supposed to care about this guy if WWE doesn't, if they're just going to keep having him lose matches? Like, I'm not saying you have to protect the guy, but at least try to protect him a little bit. Make it seem like when, you know, he make him seem like, you know, I there's a chance that he might actually win or that the matchup he's in actually means something. You know, that's my biggest problem. Drew, what are your thoughts on this match? It should be a great match. Um, I'm kind of in the same boat as Mikel, where it doesn't really matter who wins the match as, you know. WWE are you sitting really in has. a microwave? <laughs> my microwave <laughs> is on. I will say that much. Either that or his freezer. So, yes. So, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go with Ziggler winning just for shits and giggles. Shits and ziggles? Sure, why not? <laughs> I was expecting Drew to just go... No, I think he got disconnected because I can't hear his microwave anymore. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, there he is. All right, Wego, your thoughts on this match? Who's going to win? Who do you want to win? Okay, I think it's going to be an outstanding match and potentially match of the night, depending on what Dean and stuff do. As far as who wins, both guys need it and don't need it. And 
They need it in as much as both guys' careers are kind of flat, but they don't need it because every time they put a title on a guy, it ends up sabotaging them. So I don't really care who wins. I imagine they're going to put Dolph over in this and keep his uh, title run going. But either way, it's just going to be a fun match to watch. I'm glad they're going with a stipulation rather than what they've just been doing recently. So, real quick, because uh, we don't want to dwell too much time on this kind of stuff. Uh, let's go around here again. And uh, if you guys have any predictions of how the match is going to go with the two out of three falls thing, do you think it's going to be, uh, you know... The, a lot of the roll-up kind of a thing uh, going on. They've been really loving the roll-ups lately in WWE. Or do you think it's going to be a straightforward, we hit our finisher, and then that's a fall, and then we hit the other finisher, and then that's a fall, and then somebody else gets their backup finisher or something like that? you think they're going to pull any stops here? Is it going to be something interesting, or is it going to be a pretty standard two out of three falls match? I think... I think... I think Cesaro's going to debut a new finisher. I fucking hope so. What do you mean? The uh, the Eliminator's not good enough for you? The Neutralizer. Uh, Dude. He doesn't have a move called the Eliminator, so maybe if he had a move called the Eliminator, that'd be cool. Uh, maybe the if the Eliminator, Eliminator was in the uh, title match. Um, and I, I predict the return of the swing on this night. Oh, he hasn't done the swing okay. in a while. No, actually, I was thinking more along the lines of, like, he's going to get an uppercut early, and then maybe Ziggler get a roll-up at some point and then Ziggler tr- constantly trying to get the zigzag throughout the match but can't get it and then he'll finally hit it and he end the win or maybe he'll just do that okay super kick you know what they're going to recreate the RKO spot where like Dolph Ziggler goes up to that power bomb position and Cesaro launches him up and then hits him with the uppercut hmm. they could do that hmm. that uppercut could definitely end up being one of the falls that they, and the neutralizer if- they, if, when they, whenever they well, decide to turn him babyface, they can get that move that move over like gangbusters. Well, Cesaro won with the uppercut this past Monday on Raw, so I think it's possible. Hmm. Anybody have any really weird suggestions that they think might pop up? A roll up, a gavel, uh, the gobbledygooker. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, we are have uh, two more matches left to do this. Uh, next match is going to be Brie Bella versus Nikki Bella in part 10. Per usual, as of late, what WWE has been doing is they have two different Divas matches on each show. And as we mentioned before, we've got AJ Lee versus Paige. But we also have Brie Bella versus Nikki Bella. And probably this will end up getting more time devoted to it. It um, seems like it's more of a priority to WWE. Which makes some sense, makes some uh, sense in a negative way. It's, you know, it is what it is. But uh, the stipulation to this is whoever loses has to be the personal assistant for the other one for 30 days. And if they don't fulfill their job requirements, then they have to quit WWE. So we have one of those things going on where we all know how this is going to end up happening. Uh, the likelihood that Nikki is going to be subservient to Brie for 30 days is extremely low. So how is Brie going to lose this match? Is she just going to flat out lose to Nikki Bella, or is there going to be some kind of interference of some sort, maybe on behalf of Stephanie McMahon? Uh, Is Nikki going to cheat? What's going to happen here? Or do you actually think that Brie is going to win? Um, I'm obviously going with Nikki Bella winning, and she's just going to flat out win. I don't think she's going to be cheating. But, Peyton, 
What's happening here? Reboot! Did you take like a really harsh hit and now your voice is fucked up? Yeah. I think I, yeah, I think I made that noise while I was uh in the restroom. Yeah, I think I made that noise and you were in the restroom too. That was such a big laugh. I know, I'm tired. I can't put that much effort in. Is that the one you give to Burnhead when he says anal? Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) So, follow up what you mean by Bree Mood. (laughs) What? Okay, then. Continue what you were saying. Like, uh, do you think who's going to win what? Um... Well, I'll tell you who's not going to win us. These are facts. Yay, I, enthusiasm. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll make a prediction. This is going to be the second to last match. I'll make this a prediction. Is be the, this is oh, going to be the geez. match where Peyton gets his pizza. Yeah, th- this will be that buffer. Pizza sounds good right now. Dude, fuck talking to you guys about this shit. I'm going to get pizza. <laughs> Yeah, and, and be... you got you live in the northeast, so you got good pizza. Yeah. No, dude, there's only one way that this match could end, and it's with the RKO vine, not radio, or the vine itself comes out and just RKO's them. That's how it's <laughs> just RKO's them. <laughs> <laughs> that ends up happening too. I'll watch the baby. It's like, oh, what? I'm typing up my uh, coverage, and then you'll never guess, but RKO's him. It's out of nowhere. You know the move existed. <laughs> so you think Brie Bell's gonna win? Did I say that? I don't know. You said Brie mode, and that was it. Yeah, you started with, with Brie mode. <laughs> you couldn't fucking get it out properly. <laughs> oh, let me try again. <clears throat> Brie mode. <laughs> <laughs> get <Fucking> ET. <laughs> Brie mode. <laughs> okay, Brie we're talking to Superman here. <laughs> Ooh. Oh god, we're all going to hell. NSL. <laughs> so officially, like, uh, officially, is this on the record? Yeah, this is on the record. Who do you think's gonna end up winning? Um. Yeah, Nikki. <laughs> I'm glad we spent so much time on Peyton's point of view for this. <laughs> Way go. What's happening here? Alright, since Peyton fucking totally drew the segment, <laughs> I... <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It drew. feels good to be Drew. Hold on. Oh, is that the sound of chairs burning in the background? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Nikki definitely takes this. There's no way the baby face wins, so... Yeah, and the match is going to be terrible. The storyline will continue to be terrible. And Drew will continue to go. <laughs> Camel toe. Drew, your thoughts on this? I already gave my thoughts. Your Kazos gonna come out. Our <laughs> Kazos. I'm gonna go with the Nikki Bella's gonna win, cause I honestly don't care. <laughs> Miguel. It's, like I said, it's going to be the second matchup uh, before the main event. It's going to be that buffer matchup really? that no one Jeez. watches. That is such a risk you're taking right there. I know. I should get points for whether or not I win or lose. Um, you should book that card. It's, uh, trust me, I wouldn't have booked half the matches on here. 
Well, but um, yeah, it's it's gonna be terrible. I don't really care. I'm I'm getting bored now of the whole authority getting one over on Bree. Not that it's nice to see Bree on TV because she gets me points on the uh, draft, but I, I'm done. And if it was any other type of stipulation, I'd say have Bree win so we can end this. But I mean, if it's going to be a long-term thing, I guess they're going to have to put Nikki on there. She needs to keep going until she can really get her comeuppance. But eh, I don't care. I'm going to say Nikki Bella. All righty, guys. We have one more match to talk about for Hell in a Cell. Wait, wait, go. Did you get your opinion about this? There you go. <laughs> one more match to talk about for Hell in a Cell, and that's one that's actually kind of important. It's one that we're uh, going to be actually looking forward to. Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose in Part 11. So what should be the main event of Hell in a Cell is one of the two Hell in a Cell matches. Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins. This is going to be the one where some shit actually happens in it. Because these two people have had a great feud so far. They've really been um, hitting a lot of different things with street fights and brawls backstage and whatever like that. So uh, it makes sense for them to be the one that actually has like that hardcore element to it. And that should be the main event in so many other ways. We've gone through this a bunch of different times on different episodes. But uh, I am hoping that this is the end of the feud between these two. Because I think that if it goes on any any more past this, they're running the risk of overkill. And the logical way to end this, Dean Ambrose has to win. Uh, celebrate at the end of Hell in a Cell with Dean Ambrose as the victor. He obviously, this is not for the Money in the Bank briefcase, so you don't have any risks in that kind of regard. Seth Rollins can take the loss, and he can follow it up with a win against Randy Orton at Survivor Series, as far as I'm concerned, if that's the route that they're going to go. So... I'm going, pulling for Dean Ambrose, hoping Dean Ambrose will win, and I think that he will, and I think this is going to be the match in the night, and hopefully everything that leads up to it isn't going to be uh, something that puts us in such a sour mood that it hurts this one. Payton, what do you think? This should be an absolutely fantastic match. This has been probably few to the year. Uh, these guys... They've done a very good job pretty much keeping these guys separate and only letting them get a little bit of a fight on each other. And we're not really seeing Dean Ambrose completely get his hands on Seth Rollins. This should finally be the night there inside the cage. Dean Ambrose should get his redemption for the months and months that he's been chasing after him after having Seth Rollins turn his back after being his brother and all that. This has been a great story, and this should be a fantastic final chapter to it. And I think they could re rekindle this feud further down the line. But, yeah, this this should be the last one for now and take a little bit of a break. Uh, maybe when Roman Reigns comes back, let him have some time with Seth Rollins and uh, then move forward for whatever they're going to do there. I guess Dean Ambrose, I would move him along to maybe like a mid-card title feud or something like that. He's 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 got something he can do. So who do you think's winning, Dean Ambrose? Yes. All right, Wago? I'm fine if they want to throw some shenanigans in this match and have a bit of interference, but the end result needs to be that Dean Ambrose wins. The whole story they've been telling is no matter what Dean Ambrose can do, he can't get... In the end, Seth Rollins always one-ups him, so... The story needs to finish that they're locked inside a cell and Ambrose gets to just destroy him. As far as who I think they're going to have win, I do think they'll have Dean Ambrose win, and much like I think Payton said, he'll go on and battle... Uh, Seth Rollins uh, in the future. Sorry, or Seth Rollins will battle Orton in the future. All right, Miguel. 
it should be the main event. Hopefully it will be. Honestly, the, with the way they've been telling this story, this is probably the best story they have going right now. There's the whole dynamic between these two guys. I mean, it's really is something that should be looked upon and really given a lot of credit. The fact that they're giving two guys that are essentially, you know, indie beloved indie workers that, you know, really caught on with the fans. The fact that they've been giving them so much time to really flesh this feud out. It should be something special, but we'll see how it goes. Hopefully this will live up to all of its hype. I think it will. And I think for the sake of the story, concerning what they have with Dean Ambrose, I think Seth Rollins needs to go over and keep and Dean Ambrose keep chasing him. I, I really do think that there's money in, in, in uh, Dean Ambrose, but I think it's got you got to really build that up to something special. And lastly, Drew. <laughs> well, I think Dean Ambrose will win this match. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this will be a fantastic match. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully, this is a uh, match tonight. This should be a brutal match compared because they did have the king of Hell in a Cell matches come out with Mick Foley to talk about how this match is supposed to like ruin, change your whole life. So hopefully, they add some type of like extreme element to this. I don't know if it'll be blood or you know just a crazy spot or something, but hopefully, they do something that makes this a memorable match because this has been honestly this is the best feud that they've probably done this year. Yeah, the Daniel Bryan thing was good but it did have some really dull moments this entire feud has been good and solid the entire time so i'm really hoping that this steals the show in a way and i think this could be a potential for a match of the year all righty guys those are our thoughts on hell in a cell tell us what you think for all these matches go back leave those comments leave the comments below in this video as well uh, make sure to check out the coverage that we're going to be doing live on smartcoutmoment.com. Chat alongside with us in that little chat in the sidebar. And uh, pay attention to the posts that I'll be putting up on Bleacher Report as well. Next week we will go over each and every segment of the pay-per-view and do our review. But we have one more thing to talk about for this episode of Smack Talk. In part 12, we need to run down Fantasy League, so stay tuned for that and click on part 12 right now. Okay, guys, we're winding down this episode of Smack Talk. The last thing that we do, as we have been doing for a long time now, is we need to talk about the Fantasy League. So I'm going to pass this over to Mike Payton to give us a little bit of a recap for what's happened uh, for the past couple of weeks and for this week and just general idea of what's going on. We're coming to the end of session six of our fantasy league, which is roughly the halfway point. We're going all the way until WrestleMania, which is the end of our fantasy league season. And as such, the standings have not changed too much in the past couple months. We still got Tony Mangos, Tony's tights still reeling to catch up in last place. Not too far ahead. Sean Walker's team. No hope, I believe is their new name. They change every goddamn week. I can't keep up with it. <laughs> Steven Huego's team stoner in fourth. Miguel Leon's team best for business in third. Drew White's the Drew crew in second place. And my team next gen still sitting pretty in first place. So let's go to any trades you might want to get done this week. Remember, this is our last opportunity to do any trades before we go into hell in a cell. So, uh, Miguel, actually, it looks like you are first on the waiver wire to make any trades. Hmm. Well, considering Ryback's already been taken, I think I'm going to stick with what I got. Rusev and the Usos are, are getting me some 
some solid points, and and it looks like Luke uh, Luke Harper might be moving moving to something. So, uh, I know it's probably taking a risk keeping Bree on there, but whatever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep steady with what I've got. All right. Well, that would bring it to me, and I think I'm gonna hold as well. I've held this far, and it's been doing quite okay for me. So, Wayo, you're next. I'm good. Good. You sure? Yeah. All right. Well, then next would be Sean Walker. What a surprise! He has a trade he wants me to do. <laughs> he wants me. To... Does he have three of them in a row of the same person? He wants me to trade Heath Slater for Jack Swagger. He wants Jack Swagger back in his team. Hmm. I don't know why. I changed my mind. I want to go back and take Jack Swagger. <laughs> All right. So Tony, you're next. I'm keeping mine the same. Drew. I'm good. All right. Well, then that is everything for this week. As always, for the latest updates, head to keepingkfabe.com or follow the Keeping Kayfabe Twitter or Facebook page. Or don't. Just listen here, you jerk. <laughs> There's one guy out there that's like, well, well, yeah, okay then. Why are you calling me a jerk? <laughs> I was just loading up the page. Dude, God, you're going to get on my case. All right, so it's plug time, everybody. Everybody's favorite part of the show. <laughs> uh... Let's go with Miguel first. It's who? That was a great <laughs> idea for me to go with Miguel first. Oh, I, I got Miguel. No, no, the, we're doing the plugs now. Sorry about that. I, I spaced maybe, out. Did you fall asleep in your sink again? Should no, no, no. Your plugs for the Uncool movie show? No, no, no. Shush, shush. shush. <laughs> All right. If you are a fan of movies and you like podcasts, check out the Untitled Movie Show every Wednesday night on blogtalkradio.com, 8 o'clock Eastern. Uh, next, this coming week is going to be a uh, – a, uh, uh, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what to call it because I don't know what the show is going to be about. I'm not going to be there. So I just told the guys, do whatever you want. So they said they've got something planned. So – Listen in for what the guys want to do. I'm not going to be there next week because I'm going to be out for uh, Halloween week. I'm going to be up in Tampa. But the following week after that. Sorry, Halloween all week? Though their plans are going to be they have absolutely nothing planned for the episode. They probably are just going to wing it. But you know what? That's fine because the following week after that, I'm going to be returning. And we're going to be doing a retrospective on the Aliens franchise. So definitely look forward to that. So Keep it locked to the Untitled Movie Show every Wednesday night on blogtalkradio.com. Check us out on there. And keep your eyes on YouTube because we're going to be experimenting doing some uh, shows here and there on a uh, live stream uh, because Blog Talk's been giving us some issues. So we're still going to have the uh, the recording on Blog Talk, but we're also going to be trying out YouTube. So once we've got that hit, uh, figured out by the end of the week, I'll keep, it, I'll, uh, keep us updated on the uh, show's Twitter page. So keep up with that as well, twitter.com slash unmovieshow. For more information, uh, follow us on there, and uh, you'll be able to get updates on that. So, uh, the Untitled Movie Show Wednesday nights at eight. Drew, follow that up. Fuck, that was so long. Um, well, at Wednesdays at eight o'clock, you can tune into Mega Powers Radio to listen to the Dace Man Show here on Mega Powers Radio. You listen to Chris, the Dace Man Days. We're not on Mega Powers Radio right now. That doesn't matter. You fucking at, dweeb. Hey, it could be worse. Anyways, why do we let him plugs again? Because he, because you guys think he does better plugs than I do, apparently. No, they though. You both are doing stellar plugs this episode. Habit man, yeah. habit man, thinks I do good plugs. Actually, he probably thinks I'm shit. 
I'm a bit man. There we go. But anyway, it's the Daysmith Show. 8 o'clock, Wednesday nights. Fuck the uncool movie show. Daysmith Show is where it's at. Hey, hey, hey. I, 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 don't, I don't rip on you guys on my show, so. And we don't rip on you on the Daysmith Show. <laughs> <laughs> He's got you. <laughs> Uh, you gotta admit drew got some points there yeah yeah (laughs) i can't even that was fucking fantastic well done drew yeah you you get a high five drew that was good you get to do the outro (laughs) oh fuck no all right, let's still do it. All right, Wago, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks. Um, all right, for all your MMA needs, go to udmma.com, facebook.com slash udmma, and twitter.com slash udmma, and also check out Addicted to Anime on megapowersradio.com. That is a monthly show where we cover all your anime needs. You can go to facebook.com slash addictedanimefans for more information on that. Until then, go fuck yourself. And Payton. Uh, wrestling fans, you want to um, they want they want to what? Oh, you want you want to tune in Monday nights to um, to where? Oh, that that radio station, MegapowersRadio.com. Yeah, do that. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Next week we will do our Hell in a Cell review. We will have obviously another Ask Him trivia question of the week. We'll do the hot tags and everything else that's going to be coming your way. So, stay tuned for all that kind of shit. You guys know the deal by now. This has been another Smart Out moment, and we're being counted out. Five, two, outro, outro. Outro, 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 outro. I'm glad I got that over with. <laughs>